0: Welcome to the Ministry Story Podcast. Today is Monday, April the 11th, 2011. I am David Tonin, your host, and this is episode number 15. What's very interesting is is that I, in some ways, am amazed that I've gotten to 15 episodes. On the other hand, it just feels like I'm literally getting started. I guess it's not exactly something I want to celebrate, 15 episodes. However, I think it does... uh, I think it is worthwhile at least acknowledging that I've moved past where most podcasts manage to get. You see, what happens is is that quite often uh, people get really excited about podcasting historically, and then when they actually get into doing it, it's a lot harder than they thought. And I think I've experienced a little of that myself. Uh, certainly, it's a lot harder to put together a podcast where you're trying to track down guests and try to get them booked and get some uh, conversation going around a particular topic. So it has been a challenge, but it has been an incredibly gratifying experience, and I certainly hope that you're enjoying the podcast so far, and we'll hopefully look forward to doing many, many more than just the 15 that we've started. In fact, I already have a couple guests lined up in the upcoming weeks. Today, however, I'm flying solo, and I just wanted to share a couple thoughts with you. Church marketing, I think, comes from good discipleship. The more I spend time talking with pastors and church leaders, and I get a chance to do that almost every week, the more I do that, the more I start to realize that if a church has a really good discipleship program put in place, if they have a strategy for discipleship, then they naturally have a good platform or a good solid base a foundation if you will for doing good church marketing maybe even doing great church marketing and here's why i say that in matthew 28 verses 19 and 20 these are common these are very well-known verses by any of you who are listening to this who are church leaders it basically says jesus says go therefore or therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Now, all of us who are Christian church leaders will absolutely resonate with that set of verses. We will absolutely endorse that. We will absolutely believe that. But you know what? I'm discovering as I meet with more and more churches that, it's becoming obvious that not a lot of churches have a very focused and strategic discipleship plan. What is discipleship? Well, essentially, it just is making people good students of the teachings of Jesus, helping them to grow in relationship with him, making that relationship become deeper and deeper so that they're growing in maturity, and they're applying all that Jesus taught to their personal lives. And Most churches will say they're doing this, but it's becoming obvious to me that that isn't always the case, or they at least don't, they may have small group Bible studies, or they may have a Sunday school, or they may have some other program where they teach and they believe that that is discipleship. But what I'm discovering is, and what I want to propose is that perhaps you look at the situation that's going on in your church and ask yourself this very hard question, which is, do we have a discipleship strategy? And by strategy, I mean a, a very focused plan that's going to take people from where they begin with your church. Probably that's going to be where they commit their lives to to Jesus, where they let Jesus be the leader of their life. You can't just bring people to that point and then leave them there or hope that they're going to grow accidentally out of the teaching that you do on a Sunday morning or the odd Bible study series that they might be able to pick up along the way. And I'm speaking now as a church leader, and I'm not saying that I've done it all right. I'm not saying that the church that I'm a leader in is doing it perfectly. But we have come up with a plan and a very strategic plan that is a five-year discipleship program, a five-year discipleship plan with with a series of lessons, a series of topics that we believe, and that our pastor, who is essentially crafting this strategy together, and it's not finished yet, I might say, but uh, it's something that we have been putting in and building in for the last three, four years, and we will continue to build for the next couple of years before we get it to the point where we're confident in it. But the idea is to take somebody from a skeptic to a church leader in five years and build into their lives the ability to study the Bible, but also the ability to teach them all of the core, fundamental, foundational principles of Christianity that they could apply, the teachings of Jesus that they could apply and that they will apply and that we will encourage them to apply in their lives every day as they live and they live out and they grow in their relationship with Jesus and the application of his teachings in every aspect of their life. Now, that may sound like a very lofty goal, and it is. However, I believe it's very achievable. The challenge is that it is a lot of work. It requires a lot of commitment. It requires a a strategy. And strategy is something that most churches from my experience, like to pull away from, like to back away from, uh, whether it's marketing strategy or discipleship strategy or growth strategy, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is, strategically, it's hard to get everybody on the same page and it's hard to build a strategy because it takes time, it takes focus, and it takes a lot of work. And so I guess what I'm saying is I think that your best Church marketing asset in your congregation, at your disposal as a church leader, whether I'm speaking to you as a pastor or as I'm speaking to you as some other form of church leader, whether you're on the board or you're leading some sub-ministry within your church, your best church marketing asset is the people you already have in your church. Now, that's not rocket science, and that's not probably this huge revelation. But if you harness them, If you're growing them in discipleship, I truly believe that then you could mobilize them and that they would be passionate and that they would be engaged. And because they're growing in their relationship with Jesus, they're naturally going to want to talk about him. They're naturally going to want to invite people. They're naturally going to want to go themselves and make disciples. They're going to want to go and inform Like basically have their lives infuse or mesh with their friends, their colleagues, their neighbors, their family, whoever that they rub up against, their shoulders rub against through the week, the people they come in contact with, the more they grow in maturity spiritually, the more they're naturally going to have a passion and a compassion for those who they're networked with. You see, the people in your church, I believe are already going into your community. They're already in there. And now you just need to give them the the growth strategy personally so they're growing as a disciple. And then you need to kind of equip them. You need to equip them with some tools. You want to make sure that your church website is strong and solid so that as they start talking to their friends and they start witnessing and they start sharing their story, and their passion for Jesus and their passion for your church, that when they have those friends go back and kind of check it out for themselves, that your website mirrors what your ministry really is trying to accomplish. Secondly, that you have some component of social media, that the places where they're traveling through the week socially, online, like Facebook, possibly Twitter possibly using YouTube video or audio sermons, but some component of social interaction online. Specifically, you have to have something on Facebook. I I don't think many churches can get away without having that. But at least having some of those pieces in place so that they, again, are support to the efforts that your people are going to need as they go and they rub shoulders with people in culture, in your city, in your town, in your community. And then finally... As you're reaching out, you want to make sure that you give them some print materials, whether it's an invitation card, whether it's a postcard, a brochure, whatever it is that you're doing as a special outreach. I mean, every church at some point throughout the year is doing some sort of outreach, whether it's something for Easter, whether it's something for Christmas, or some other special event, a conference, concert, or otherwise that you're doing. Make sure that you have something printed Something nice quality that represents, again, your ministry and the mission you have, the heartbeat you have for people, and the um, and the brand that it sort of builds on the brand that you've, you've got going. And if you want to know a little bit more about brand, there's several podcasts that I've recorded with guests in the last few weeks that really touch on the topic of branding really well. But what I'm just trying to encourage you is, if you are growing the people you already have... And if you're equipping them with some tools, then they are the best asset you've got. And I really want to encourage you to think strategically about how you can implement something so that you're growing them and sort of lighting them on fire so that they can go and reach their friends. So those are my thoughts. I'd love to hear yours. If you have any feedback at all you want to provide, you can send me an audio comment and email it to me through the website here at ministrystory.com. Or you could just send me a comment, leave a comment on this uh, post. Or, uh, you know, connect with me on Twitter or Facebook, some way like that. I'd be happy to engage with you. Love to hear what you have to say. And uh, love to build out this topic. So, to wrap it up, the best asset you've got, the best church marketing you can do, comes from good discipleship and good equipping and a good strategy to help mature your people. So I want to encourage you to go out and do that. And if there's any way that I can serve you or help you in that endeavor, don't ever hesitate to ask. So until next week, continue to communicate with effectiveness, impact, and excellence.